0: So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with uh, Calling Down Fire. We're going to ask them some questions. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the band?
1: Uh, That's a them question. I I do you want to ask this or should I? Uh, I can do it.
2: Go for it. Zach and I, this is our third band together. Um, We were playing in another band that we had started. Uh, It was not going great. Um. Not for any reason scene. other than just it wasn't like it wasn't a good fit for everybody, mm-hmm. um, and Zach and I just kind of started jamming on something to do, both while we were waiting for everybody to show up at practice, and uh, also just because we wanted to play more shows. Cool. Uh, at the time, that band wasn't playing very much because you know everybody couldn't scheduling conflicts and whatnot. We could we just couldn't play very many shows, uh, and Zach and I wanted to get back to that so this was supposed to be just like a for fun project and it uh it took off okay. Very
3: cool. yeah yeah and then for we, me um, um oh wait no zach you were talking
1: oh uh I, w- I was just gonna say like initially we started as just an instrumental band like my brother is a drummer and we asked him to come drum out some parts for us and uh i really liked what he was playing and so did chris so we played like two shows instrumental okay. um just to get ourselves out there and from the first show we kind of knew you know, this is way more fun to play. Okay. And uh, after that, we were looking for a vocalist because Chris and I realized with all the stuff we were doing, we couldn't also do vocals at the same time. And
4: that's so where we, I come yeah,
1: in. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. My, yeah, um, my, I had just gotten out of, my old band had just broken up at the same time. So we just kind of like, came out of the ashes of both of those uh so i was in like a sceny weenie 2008 core type band okay (laughs) it's fantastic full crab core type shit Uh, um
0: mm -hmm.
3: and i wasn't really trying to rush into being in another band uh because i don't know uh and then zach was like join our band bitch uh and he said (laughs) that pretty much daily and then i was like fucking fine i'll show up to a practice (laughs) and yeah it I it was may have sent cool. a
1: few Generally, they're
3: cool guys. I don't hate them. So.
2: <laughs> there, yeah, there was cool. a Galaxy Brain meme too, if I remember correctly.
4: Yeah, there was. <laughs> Which one?
2: <laughs> uh, I think it said Shawning Down Fire." Oh God. And Sean from Chivalry.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was small brain. Sean from uh Sean, uh slightly larger brain. Full name, mm-hmm. slightly larger brain sean from chivalry chivalry's not dead was his old band yeah and mm-hmm. then galaxy brain shawning down fire okay
5: <laughs> nice I like nice that. nice classic yeah
0: that is uh mm. that's a good that's that's good
5: yeah. Uh, yeah so what would you guys say your writing process is like
0: oh boy I
1: got, <laughs> I
5: got oh boy messy and oh <laughs> interesting all right
1: it's it's really messy um mm-hmm a lot of what we've done, especially for this record, like the previous record was pretty organic. It was pretty much just me and Chris like jamming and then just eventually putting songs together. Mm -hmm. Um, But this record was a lot of like Chris plays a bass line and it's super melodic and doesn't sound like a bass line. It turns into a guitar line Mm -hmm. and then we keep going. Okay.
5: Okay.
2: And then we mash a bunch of effects pedals and go, that sounds like a rocket ship and
1: here we are. <laughs> yep. Nice. The and then Sean does his uh <laughs> backstreet boy melodies, uh, and we're done. Awesome. Yeah,
3: I think I'm the only one who actually has like a full song ready type. Mostly, it's basically just a bunch of jam sessions that slowly kind of Frankenstein themselves into a song,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and mm-hmm. then I pop in on top, and they're like, "All right, here's the full instrumental, make vocals,"
0: and I'm like, <laughs>
4: "Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Much. yeah.
0: okay." I like cool. that. Uh, kind of chaotic. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, me. Which is me how and we end up being like, kind
3: of a half oh, spacey okay. reverb post rock band, half metalcore band, half. No, that's pretty much it, actually.
1: Since <laughs> okay. the two yeah. things. All right. Um, well, we got a going on now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's actually exactly like Elliot and I, uh, we used to actually play play in like a bar that had improv blues bands like every single weekend. Mm-hmm. So we would just sit up there and jam for like I don't know, like 10 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So our our writing style has always been like if it feels organic and it feels right, then you should probably like continue running in that direction.
5: Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Um so how are you guys feeling about the response to your new album? Oh.
1: Um uh, I'm solid.
3: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, especially if given that we're a band that was not um, terminally online beforehand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. Like, especially I think a lot of it came from sort of the support that we got just being friends with uh, Pulses and with Sales Ahead, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. just kind of getting involved in like a friend circle of bands. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then, it's- uh,
1: It's kind of (laughs) insane watching the development of the scene around here. Like, Mm -hmm. right when we formed and right when Pulses started breaking through is right when the previous, like, venue that we had around here, like, completely folded. Uh And also when a lot of the bands that played that venue on the regular, like, splintered into pieces. Uh And uh, I think, Chris, you booked a few of Pulses, like, first shows. Uh Yeah. And we played almost every show we could with them and they just got better and better every single time we heard them they recorded the record at the same studio that we recorded um our first ep at and twinsies yeah like from there we've just been going and going we meet friends we incorporate them into this into this place and like pulses has blown up in a big way because Mm -hmm. like what they play is incredible and definitely deserving of like people's time and man the amount of people that i've seen come just from this album that have started listening to us because like either matt or kevin or caleb or taylor like shared the record with them and then said hey please listen to this this is good stuff like it's astounding i owe those guys like so much gratitude yeah Yeah. Uh, i think that i'm
3: trying to become i'm trying to amp up the reach a little bit and become terminally online now that we have (laughs) like an actually recent record to promote Mm -hmm. because that ep is it's cool but we wrote it like well they wrote it i joined the band after it was written um it was written like way like how many years ago at this point it was 2016 it was late 2016 oh wow huh 2016 yeah, yeah it's been a it's yeah. been a hot minute basically so we have something recent to promote now and like i feel like a lot of our reach uh up until this point has been very like word of mouth mm-hmm. like it was mm-hmm. crazy we'd be playing shows in like um places that are like several hours away that um we didn't really talk to um a whole lot of people there uh, and there would be people from like another city that's another like two hours away that popped in uh because mm-hmm. they heard we were on the lineup and i didn't think that was awesome. real because i didn't think we were like that Yeah, but somebody told that to us and we're like shit <laughs> like Damn. but awesome. at the same time i don't think anybody had really gone online and looked at the recorded content it was kind of word of mouth about live shows mm-hmm. but like which is cool in its own right
2: but
0: i'm trying to I make mean, people
2: listening. Our, our live shows are memorable <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so you wanna not to t-
3: guess ourselves up too hard or anything but
0: you want to tell us what a live show is like then
4: yeah
2: oh boy um, uh, we have um uh, for starters, we have, uh, we, have we, okay. we, huh? we have lights that we control while we play. We have lights that we control while we play. They're built into old mannequins that I bought from a Macy's that was going out of business. Okay. So there's a weird, like, theatrical element going on. Um, Zach, Zach runs two separate guitar rigs. Uh, it's obscenely loud
4: okay.
2: and bright. Oh, yeah. And it, it's hard, it's hard on the dynamics, light and dark and loud and soft you know
3: yeah he he hooked up the um so the the mannequins are like holding up their arms being all like praises cult type shit mm-hmm. uh yeah. and they have like faint blue lights hanging out of their hands uh but they also have bright ass light bulbs and we have like floodlights on the ground and chris has those linked up to like a foot switch mm-hmm. so every time like a big breakdown hits he stops that shit and it's just like it's like, oh, that's so cool! That yeah, really
5: yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah,
3: yeah. It's fun. <laughs> huh? yeah. I'm really shocked that I haven't tripped over our own shit during
1: the dark parts yet. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah
5: let's, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah.
1: That would um, be It actually did happen to me once, but I caught myself. Are you myself serious? Oh yeah. yeah. Did you fall like completely over? Because
4: it? of it. Oh,
2: dude. Yeah, we've had a couple mishaps. One, one day we will eventually be. Uh... The band that started a fire instead of just calling down fire.
4: <laughs> but,
5: yeah. 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 Oh, speaking of your name, I want to ask: What does your band name mean? Like, how did you guys come up with that?
1: We stole down it. Fire? Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we Whoa. stole it.
5: You stole it. It's, Where? There's I, a
1: band that like we worship at their feet, and they've mm-hmm. been they've been the inspiration and like the helpers for a lot of people that like do similar stuff to us. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, Gaffer Project um the guys from gaffer project actually kind of said like hey you should try lights and you should try doing this
5: mm-hmm. and
1: uh they got that from if you've ever heard of comrades on face down records mm-hmm. i've not um so they are an excellent band uh the the vocalist and the guitarist the vocalist also plays bass husband and wife they grew up in lynchburg um uh, they're, up, they're from uh sorry they're from no. Oh Richmond, okay. Originally, now they're from Colorado. Oh. Okay,
5: um, okay,
1: Yeah, so they got a song on their second. Is it their second record, Chris? Uh, yeah, technically.
0: It's
5: a, called "Calling different...
1: Down Fire to Keep Warm."
0: Okay.
5: Oh, okay,
1: okay. That's and cool. they <laughs> we didn't steal the
3: album. But they're, <laughs> they're, the album art for that song is also a hand going like this, but it's like holding like a little micro was, ecosystem with a house on it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Is there a house yeah. on it? Fuck. Yeah, there is time. a house on it. If I was wrong, talking about, like when talking about the band that inspired us right now, that, uh... <laughs> that, <and> that <laughs> would have uh. No,
4: that awkward. would be
0: awkward. But, um,
3: yeah. yeah. It would be awkward. Drop but, the bomb yeah. A little
1: bit. Um,. Their their sound, Chris and I would like we'd be coming back from shows or whatever, and we'd be sitting in his car because I wasn't driving to shows at the time. Um, when we would play, and he would just turn on the records, and I would I would just sit there and I'd go, "Man, this is this kind of like stuff. This big spacey stuff. This is good. This is what I want to like get to writing. You know? Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: And uh, that's kind of like, did we? Honestly, like, that record specifically, we kind of owe um, the inspiration for this project to it, because we probably wouldn't have known what direction to go in without it.
5: Okay. Oh, that's cool. So because of that record, it kind of just clicked everything together for you guys.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, that along with stuff like The Chariot and Page 99 Mm -hmm. and Defeater and The Hotel Year, like, just big loud just wall of sound chaos kind of stuff that is absolutely what inspired this band to become what it is okay
3: reverb soaked wall of noise type bits you know
0: yeah pretty much um so i know you guys just dropped an album but are you working on anything new while you're stuck at home yeah
4: Yeah. can you tell us
1: (laughs) um So, again, as Chris does, he goes and listens to some nice big post-rock and sends me a bass riff. He's just like, do something with this. And then I go, that's a cool guitar line, actually. Let me write some chords and let me write some extra stuff. Or it stays a bass line. Like, for instance, like, Letters Home Part 2, it stayed a bass line. Mm -hmm. And I just wrote stuff around it. Or for, like, March Into Lead Part 2 off the first EP, like, I picked up a shot glass and just made some noise. And Chris played his Mm -hmm. bass part. Okay. So cool. Um. Oh, we currently have like two, three, three songs that we're working on, Chris. Yeah. Awesome.
2: We we have we have plans to to put some new stuff out because it took us two years to put out this record. Unintentionally, oh. we were about a year a year behind where we wanted to be, getting it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we're kind of working on some stuff while well, we have downtime while well, we can't be playing shows. Um. We don't really have a full plan for it yet or anything like that, but we, we have some things in the works, yeah, for sure.
0: So more music this year on top of that album?
2: H- uh, hopefully. Okay.
0: Uh, hopefully. <laughs> fingers yeah.
2: crossed. Okay, awesome.
0: That,
3: that,
2: is, the, that is the plan.
3: Right. It's currently in uh, the like cool riff salad state that's in the middle of being stitched together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I haven't gotten the full instrumental to write vocals ever yet, so I'm mostly just watching... Them send me cool riffs and being like, yeah, 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 this is tight. Uh, and just kind of seeing where it goes.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
5: Awesome. So, what has been your favorite part of being a part of the DIY scene? I guess you could call it that.
3: Uh, everybody is really cool. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> just straight up. I don't know. I just really like the friends that I've made through it.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: More so than anything else. How about you, Chris? Uh, like I said, I I don't really know anything different because I've been uh. doing this forever.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, like this is just—he's oh, yeah, you know, definitely know. the oldest out of all of us. So. And it's just normal. Like I came up and going to shows, and mm-hmm. like going to see whatever local band was playing wherever. Like there was a point in time where I would go to five and six shows a week. Wow. Um, not anymore.
4: Yeah.
2: But uh, yeah, so it's just kind of like what I know and where like the culture that I've immersed myself in forever Mm -hmm. um only now I you know I'm in a different position here than I was there I was just you know a spectator I I went and saw things saw the bands and collected all the stuff that I could and you know kind of documented it as I went and here like we're actually making the building the scene um Mm -hmm. like Zach said with with when this band started uh like the Northern Virginia heavy music scene was kind of in a weird spot, like a lot of bands had broken up, our venue had shut down mm-hmm. um the bands that we play with now were all like just starting like not really getting it shot um kind of thing so it's been it's been cool to be like on the building side of things this time around, and you know. Mm-hmm booking shows, you know, finding new new bands, um, that kind of thing. Okay. And I think that's the part that I like it's like being involved in building that community, being a part of that. All
1: right. Yeah.
5: Being on the other just, side of the whole DIY yeah. scene. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I I'd, I'd have to agree with that as well, Cause like when I came when I started going to like local shows and stuff and dealing with local bands around here. I was, I don't know, I was like 14, 15, so I didn't know what was going on. I was just there for the music. Mm -hmm. And um, there was just like, by the time we got to that venue that closed down, there was hostility between certain parties, certain bands, certain peoples. There was drama. Um, We would have, I mean – I love moshing as much as the next next guy I used to be like, you know, I go to a show and I'm going to crowd kill. I'm going to throw a fist. I'm going to throw a, a mm-hmm. kick, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a few shows that I played where it just went overboard. And actually oh. my dad came to one of them and had to rush a guy to the hospital.
5: Oh, oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Like, and it was just kind of in a weird spot where I like friends that I had that weren't necessarily into it. Like, didn't want to come anymore yeah Yeah. and it was really upsetting like my best friend in the entire world he came to a show and he's just like bro this just isn't for me like Mm. no and uh after all that kind of splintered into pieces and we started rebuilding it's been interesting watching like the only people who are sticking around now in this scene are the people who are there for the right reasons. They want to support the bands. They want to enjoy each other's company. They want to create a community. They want to enjoy the music. Mm -hmm. They want to like really be a part of this great big loving family that we've tried to create with all the bands and everybody feels welcome. And that same buddy who said, nah, man, this isn't for me. He's come to like, I don't know, even with it not being his style, like he's a, he's more of like an alternative like kind of like pierce the veil kind of guy than a lot of the heavier stuff mm-hmm. yeah um he's just like man you know what this is all cool and this atmosphere and this crowd this is what that last place should have been and like watching that grow and watching people like join in and really feel like they're a part of it mm-hmm. and seeing like some people like Turn around like their lives as a result of the impact, or just feeling like they finally have a home. That's my favorite part. I love seeing that. Okay,
0: that's awesome.
1: The beefs were kind of funny, though. (laughs) They were, but for like five minutes, man.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I'm glad everything's starting to come back together. Uh, Yeah, so that's good. Um, So, what is the first concert that you guys attended? Like, this is for all three of you. sorry i I think
3: you cut out what Uh, was that
0: the first concert that you attended the one that you can remember
3: like out of like all concerts in general or just like local shows
0: all concerts yeah all concerts
3: oh um when i was a 15 year old scene being um my girlfriend's mom at the time uh, took me to see L.A. Guns, which is the band that... Um, what was it? Was it the band that Axl Rose was in before Guns N' Roses? I, I don't remember, uh, but it's what they were doing after Axl Rose left. Um, which, you know, I have no actual history listening to them at all, and at this point I don't even really like Guns N' Roses anymore. <laughs> but uh, at the same time... Yeah, and uh, technically it was my first show. Okay. Uh, the first one that I remember getting really into though was um, I went to Mayhem Fest in like twenty twelve.
4: Oh awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. Z- Zier that had uh, Motorhead right before Lemmy died. Um, they had uh, Slipknot headlining, oh, wow. Slayer was there. Um Fucking Asking Alexandria was there on the main stage for some reason, uh, um, despite it being like a tough guy, biker metal type show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. I actually hated screaming vocals at the time, and I only wanted to go because um, there were some like old thrash bands playing, and I was like, Slipknot's different, so I'll see Slipknot, but Vocal just screaming, and then I saw the show and was like, oh, I get it, okay.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, all coming together now.
3: Just kinda of dove face first down the rabbit hole after that.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: What are you Chris? It was the
3: live energy. I think it was I the Breather. It was an old Christcore band. Uh and I saw them play the song False Prophet. And when like that huge ass eight oh eight hit when the first breakdown kicked in, I was just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: okay.
3: So I was like, alright, this
2: is what it's this is what it's all about now, I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm uh i'm on a date myself the uh the first thing i went to that i wanted to go to was probably like 97 uh for a christian like pop rock band called the newsboys okay. um now it's just kind of like the world that i grew up in um i yeah. still listen to them they're they're in terms of just music they're a cool band um
4: mm-hmm. lyric can
2: be a little corny at times but uh musically they're very cool um, but the first, like, heavy thing that I went to uh, that really, like, solidified that this was the world that I enjoyed, um, I went to a local show probably around, like, 2004, mm-hmm. 2003, I don't know, somewhere in there, um, and a local grind, like, one-man grind act called PETA's at the Front Door, and I've Got a Gun to the Cat's Head was, Wait, that playing- was name? That was the name of the band. This was, like, you know, MySpace era kind of thing.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and it was just this fat dude screaming into a microphone over a drum machine and, like, weird porn samples and stuff. Like, it was wow. awful. It was but, a, lot. It was a
5: lot. Yeah, but I was,
2: like, I don't know what I've just seen, but I love it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: A couple other local bands played. Um, but that was just, like, that was it. I, I started going to everything I could.
4: Cool,
3: that was cool. Um, oh yeah. Also, every main worship band uh, sounds like The Fray, but less good. But I'm gonna leave it at that.
1: <laughs> I disagree, but all right. Um, I agree <laughs> with the less good part, but. Um, my first show, I was I was, I was real young. My my parents absolutely they were both music heads like my my dad was a music major in college uh no music minor in college Mm. um my mom sang in choir and her parents met in church choir back in the late 50s Mm. and so like they were always into music and they took me to see um an old original christian contemporary guy called michael w smith and they, I, I saw that and I'm just like, oh, I like his guitarist. I want to play guitar. And so that's yeah. like kind of what started my love for guitar. Um, and from there, like I was really young. Like, I was probably like five or six years old when um, a best friend's big brother showed me My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. like their first record. He showed uh-huh. me Demolition Lovers. Uh-huh. So I was mm-hmm. way too young to be listening to it at the time, but whatever. yeah. Um, and I, I, I probably didn't go to like my first real show. Um, I wouldn't say no. You know what? Not real show because I saw Skinner, I saw the police, I saw Journey, I saw all those guys. But when I was about Dad Rock, wrong. yeah, Dad Rock. Honestly, like I love some that of that stuff. good old Yee, Yee music. <laughs> um, the first show that like kind of aligns with what I play now that I saw is I saw um Attack Attack's Farewell Tour when the Plot and You opened, uh-huh. and I was just like, oh. I understand like I always love that stuff like I've been into Slipknot and um, my cam and under and all those guys Mm -hmm. like since way too young of an age to be listening to that but I saw the plot and you play premeditated I'm just like Yeah yeah Those guys are killing each other in that (laughs) pit over there Rachel what is this what did you bring me to
5: Wait so how old were you for that one where, For that
1: one? Oh yeah. um, that was twenty thirteen, so I was I was at least a teenager
5: by then. Okay, okay. Oh awesome. So speaking of concerts, if you go to any concert, past or present, which concert would you go to? Like literally any concert, like one that you missed, one that you've been to already and you just want to revisit it. Anyone.
0: I think Zach has I the have answer. an
3: opinion. <laughs> I have an opinion. <laughs> It was a concert happening the same day that I went to another one. This was, like, two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I went to see... So the two shows happening at the same time were... Um, the one where it was, like, brand new, playing the entirety of The Devil and God, front to back. Oh, uh, the Front Bottoms and Modern Baseball. Oh. Uh, and then same day in D.C. D- 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 was Fiddler... And swimmers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a sophomore in college, um, and I was on a huge front-bottoms kick because what sophomore in college doesn't have a front-bottoms kick? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was all like, ah, Cella's sad, I'm sad, we relate, I'm gonna go and see... Uh, but I went to that show. Uh, but now I like Fiddler a lot more than the front-bottoms, so I'm kind of mad that I didn't go to see Fiddler I just get my yeah. uh, surf punk on. But, you know. Because yeah. they had just put out the album too, also, And it
0: was, man... I'm still mad.
3: I'm just pissed about it. (laughs) But
0: you you saw modern baseball, so, like...
3: Exactly. Also true,
0: yeah, that...
5: I
3: think they broke up literally, like, two months later. Yeah, I could be completely wrong on timelines. Time is
0: weird. Time time doesn't exist. Time is stupid.
5: I thought today was Thursday, so... You know,
0: it's, yeah, like yeah. it's fair. We've been locked in our houses. Yeah,
1: exactly.
5: Oh, you know what?
3: I'm gonna submit my already written term paper while we do this. Thank you for reminding me what day it is.
5: Oh yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> the shit no is due like now. <laughs> no problem,
1: um, man. any one show? Yeah.
5: Any one show?
1: Um, can't remember if this was 2005 or 2006, but it was Under Oath, Me Without You, and As Cities. Uh, me Without You, As cities Burn, and the Chariot. Oh
5: wow. Okay. That's
0: a good, line yeah, that's very
5: good lineup. As cities Burn
1: is one of the best bands ever, in my opinion, and the Chariot mm-hmm. was the best at what they did, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um that that show. Okay. That yeah. show. okay. Not the one um, with Let live. live. Not the one with uh I mean, yeah, that, that one is up there too. The other one that I would definitely go back and see, which I already I already saw, but um I would definitely go back and see it again. Was Microwave, Tiny Moving Parts, Let Live, and The Wonder Years.
0: That's
5: a, wow. that's a crazy um, fucking show right there. That's a, that's a really good show.
3: I mean, when The was Wonder the, Years and Life. i changing my Zach's answer. I'm stealing his.
5: <laughs> wow. Okay. All right.
1: You were at that show. Yeah, but I want to go again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I to go again. okay. That was insane. <laughs> that Watch. Also, watching Jason like jump from a riser and do a backflip and catch the mic like that dude is insane. Jesus um yeah, and The Wonder Years makes me feel things like no other band so like I, I actually had Dan Campbell play this basement. Um at some point uh was that 2018
3: Sean? I don't remember probably. They did that yeah yeah yeah, oh. yeah. cuz I don't think I was 21 yet so I was probably about to turn
2: 21. No you uh, were-
3: no, you were already 21. I don't fucking remember. That, that show is what made Microwave like one of my favorite bands, too. I had never heard them before. We walked in right when he was finishing off the song Stovall, and I was just like...
4: Oh, oh, oh no, that man. song. That concert was Walked through the front door
3: and just, like, ascended off the bat. <laughs> like, that that so was that, that band is fucking crazy. I love Microwave. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm changing my answer to the show where um, somebody gave Carly Ray Jepson a sword. <laughs>
5: oh, okay. okay. I
3: don't know who else was there that day, but that was, that was a great time. <laughs>
5: Yeah, just that alone, you, you would go back to.
1: Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, that show where Dan Campbell as Aaron West played my basement, that might be the show I go back to. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the show. Oh, wait, that's, no, the show. that's the one. one that
3: one chariot show. Chris, what's the really popular chariot show that people watch on YouTube? The one
4: just
3: in Australia? Them. Um, or they're like they were playing rest, yeah. in like a small venue, and then they got kicked out. Somebody spilled limes on the ground, and That's they went over crazy. to somebody's house, and they're like playing on the roof.
2: That's Australia. Perth.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That show is crazy. I, mean, Chris, I you still go, go back and watch that whole set. Uh,
2: of ones that I've seen, I'd go back to uh, probably seeing the Chariot play an old school cafeteria in my hometown wow. uh, oh. on their farewell tour. Okay. I seen, I seen them a bunch of times, but that one was special. Um, a, because you know, it was my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, and that show wasn't supposed to happen, but somehow we got them to do it twice. Wow.
4: Um,
2: and, uh, of of ones that I didn't see, um, refused unintentionally played one of their final shows before they split up, uh, in a house in Harrisonburg. Oh, shit! Um, and there's very little footage from that show, but, uh, Refused is one of the most sonically violent things I've ever seen live. And to see that in somebody's basement would have been
4: incredible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, So, what are your top three songs to perform live?
1: Oh. I think Uh, we're all going to have very very different opinions
3: on
1: this. Yeah, we are. Um, My favorites to perform live. One that we don't perform live very much is, um, but I love every time we play it and the crowd loves it whenever we play it, is uh, Live Yourself Dead off the new record. Like, that was the first song that was written for this album. That was written before the first EP even came out. And uh, the working title for that song was um, At Least It's Not Cocaine, like, talking about, like, guilty pleasure bands that we had. And then Chris throughout a guilty pleasure band it was like one of those like it wasn't broken side it wasn't blood on the dance floor but it like fit into that <laughs> realm
2: once said that i like broken side
1: <laughs> yeah but it, it like fit into that realm and so i'm just like chris that is a vice that you don't want to admit to and he goes hey at least it's not cocaine and that was what we were writing the song and that's kind of what spiraled like sean just wrote off that line that this was that was what snowballed the whole album but that one and then speakeasy into lazarus like that's my favorite thing. Like, Speakeasy is my favorite song that I have ever personally written.
3: Yeah, Speakeasy and Lazarus. I Lazarus? Lazarus. Uh, we kind of treat it like one song mm-hmm. uh, when we do it live because they kind of flow into each other. So I'm going to count that as one. Um, okay. I like the chase scene, and nobody else seems to like the chase scene in this band. And I'm mad I fuck both of you. Um, <laughs> the chase scene is good. Uh, and I just like because I wrote it. Um, and Blameless is... A nice easy one uh because that not easy to play but like it, it, it's like an easy pick it's just hard as fuck I, I fucking love blameless
1: that's a fun song y'all
2: really went off on that riff
1: yeah i i i'm
2: with sean on everything except the chase scene speakeasy lazarus um blameless and then uh i really really like playing uh sailor's creek which is the first thing that we released yeah um <laughs> we've played it a million times but it never really gets old
1: nope mm-hmm. that was the first song that we ever wrote for this project too oh, wow. damn yeah that was that was that was uh october of 2015 that that was written 2016 no 2015 because we were still in um in our previous band at the time yeah i guess you're
2: right uh yeah yeah that one
1: Okay. We could
2: play it every night, every time we play a show, and I would never get tired of it. Awesome. Yeah.
4: I think Honestly, I'll throw that it, up it, as my third choice. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool just that, good um, times.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's cool that the, the first song that you guys wrote for this project still like slaps to this day for like shows and stuff. That's really mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Wait, so, so wait. I know
3: Chris, are you sipping from one of our mugs right now? Yeah. Yeah, are you judging? No, I'm the opposite of judging. I wanted to draw attention to it to show off that we
4: have cool mugs.
5: I I know. Oh, that's so cool! Wait, can you buy those?
0: Yeah. They're
5: on on your store? Okay.
0: Okay. Gloria can, like, go buy one after this. Bro, I I
5: might check it out. They
1: actually come with a a digital download of everything we've ever released as well. Oh
5: my god, that's a steal. Bro, Mm -hmm. wait, wait. I, I'll, I'll ask you later, because I only have like $4 in my account, Yeah. so I might have to do a sure. rain check on that, but yeah, that sounds awesome. Um. So where do you guys see the band in the next five years? Come on.
2: Ow! Knock on wood. I, don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't think I'd be playing music
4: at mm-hmm. now.
2: Um, at all.
4: So, okay.
2: I don't know. I mean, in five years, I'm gonna be almost 37. So, uh, Dan, I mean, have... hopefully, hopefully, we're still playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we've always done with Zach and I have always done um in all the bands we've been in is we've we've always made it a priority, like a creative priority, something that we we put a lot of time and effort into. But uh, when life gets in the way, we've you know, if, if we have to put things on pause for a minute. We do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah.
2: We've always kind of operated on a you know, this is this is our, you know, our passion project, but this is not our career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, you know, if, if
3: shit just fell into our lap, then cool. Like yeah, I wouldn't But
2: like um, you know, we've always just kind of played it by ear and gone with gone with it as far as it'll take us.
0: Mm-hmm, um, so I respect that.
5: Okay. So just wherever the wind takes you basically yeah pretty, pretty,
0: much, yeah. pretty yeah. much yeah yeah
5: okay like that's solid. That's solid it's
1: definitely my goal to one day be like doing music full-time is my job because that's like yeah. all i've done since i was young but like definitely when doing this this is this has been a thing that has helped me grow as a musician
4: mm-hmm.
1: um and you know like i mean sean is getting ready to finish up school Elliot. Is getting ready to possibly go to like school across the state. Okay. Chris is a, is a dad and he's got a full time job. Like, I mean, I assume that at, at some point, who knows, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll commit to something that's way more full time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to take this thing as far as it'll go because I think it's cool.
5: Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, solid.
0: Uh, So we're going to move away from music for the last couple questions and go to death row. Um, If you guys were on death row, what would your last meal be and why?
4: Oh, I
3: watched the pulses interview um, and I'm going to steal Caleb's answer. Okay. Well, a little bit. I'm not going to eat like the the menu sign from Taco Bell, uh, (laughs) but my my little default potato quesadilla with no sour cream and then nacho fries on the side. Huh? And then one there very large Baja Blast, and then call it a day.
5: Exactly. Okay, there solid. Nice, nice.
2: How mad would you Let's be go, if go they with put sour cream it? Well,
3: I started thinking about Taco Bell last night and almost cried. It was... <laughs> the runners really got me fucked up. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Sean. Huh? What if we put sour cream on it?
3: Yeah. How mad would you be if oh, the um, Then they would have to restrain me because they would just <laughs> euthanize you right down there. With me. they just put the needle in
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> no last meal for you.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're going to have to like yep. lock me down before they put the needle in me, otherwise I'm just being like, just full-on yeeting it. Yeah, yeah. Not to save my own life, but like if they put sour cream, I'm getting that Hulk strength, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck sour cream. Um,
1: it's a bad topping, I'll die on this hill. <laughs> oh. My (laughs) mom grew up in Pittsburgh, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: and there's a tiny hole-in-the-wall pizza joint that was founded by a family that came over from Italy and then started it called Napoli's. Mm -hmm. Oh, pizza from there. That's what I do. Mm Okay. And a drink? A Kentucky Mule.
5: Okay. Wait, is about the about you, Chris? Pizza place? Wait, I have what? a question about the the pizza place. Is it called Bella Naples? Uh,
1: I don't I don't know because um it's just whenever we go up there my grandparents order and they're just like y'all want pizza from Naples. So like I've never been there. I've only ever eaten
5: it, but it's okay, the okay. best food. Yeah, cuz I I go there all the time. That's why I was asking. I was like, "Bro, that's Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. No way. Would be kind of okay, wild. Small yeah. World. Small world,
2: yeah. Uh, I don't know. Really, my my guilty pleasure food is hot dogs, so probably okay. hot dogs.
5: Okay. Yeah, hot dogs. Right. Any toppings?
2: Uh, how is that yeah. you're you're a full a no. whole ass pastry
3: chef and you just defaulted on hot dogs?
5: Man,
2: just because I can make good things doesn't mean I you know eat good things all the time.
5: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Most most chefs like eat like trash cans.
5: Exactly. You know?
2: Yeah. yeah. You don't want to cook. You don't want to cook a meal after you've been cooking all day.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. Uh, and, and coffee. Hot dogs and coffee.
5: coffee. Okay. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Sounds so, great. Or the uh, the finished breakfast. I don't know. The what? Shot of vodka, coffee, one cigarette. Finished breakfast. Wow. Okay. That sounds terrible. <laughs> the vodka I, I, oh, I'm gonna the change coffee? my drink to just uh. Yes, it's in my coffee.
5: Ew. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Okay.
3: I'm gonna change my drink to Baja Blast and a shit ton of ayahuasca and see what happens. <laughs> oh. okay. Have a good time on the way out.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
5: Exactly. Go out with a bang. Definitely. Yep. Cool. So we do this thing where we get a question from the last band we interviewed and we ask it to you guys. So this question comes from With Sales Ahead. Uh, what is your favorite meme?
1: Oh no! Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I'm like meme format or just like,
5: uh, I'm gonna say format.
1: Yeah. Oh, easy galaxy format.
5: Oh, yeah. Galaxy brain. Okay, solid. Nice, nice.
1: Oh man. Um,
3: I- I'm scrolling through my camera roll right now, trying to have a good idea. Um. <laughs> Fuck, anything that's just so unbelievably deep, Fred, that it has no punchline or meaning whatsoever, you know what yeah, I mean? It's just like
0: that stupid Once, once it goes yet. to that,
3: that post 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 irony, mm-hmm. I've like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I just ruined my own
1: sense of humor, that's the only thing that gets me at this point. <laughs> I get that, yeah, <laughs> actually, same. Actually, I have an answer that relates to that. It's anytime any one of the pulses or with sales had just like the Creatures Posting Crew, post something that could be misconstrued as horny, and they just say,
5: hours. Nice,
3: nice. Oh
5: yeah. <laughs> That's <an incredible> one. <laughs> oh wait, no. Is is this Oh my god! Kim okay. Oh in
1: a no! In a... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well.
5: Cool.
1: How are you, Chris?
2: I I like the possum screaming at his own ass. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes!
4: Yes! yes That's good what? One. I
1: love
2: that one. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah. what did he
3: say? He cut out for me. What? possum screaming at his own ass it's more likely than you'd think <laughs> free pc check that's actually that's also a good one
1: right. how about you guys what's y'all's favorites oh shit.
3: oh uh also any anything that's a joke about anarcho-primitivism i generally can get down with okay and prim gangs you know it's great <laughs>
0: okay
5: shit, um, very... let, me, let me open up my instagram
0: i just, usually... just posts like
2: what I, everything, I, I like everything the King that are, they're going around they're pretty fun
5: I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite like meme format. I really like the ones where it's like the "I may not show it, dude," and then you just add like whatever into it. I don't know. It's, it's like, mm. it, 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 I like all memes, I guess. I don't.
4: Yeah, it, yeah. It,
3: the thing, they, 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 rotate. Like it, it's just a constant, yeah. constant rotation. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Whatever gets um, me giggling, you know. Exactly. Beautifully timed screenshots never get old. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or perfectly cut
5: yeah. screens, those ones. Yep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's the best account on the internet.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have the honor of asking the last question. Some say it's the most important question. What's your favorite color?
5: You could go down to the hex if you want to be like that person, because we've done that multiple times.
3: Hold on. Burnt orange. Okay. It's burnt orange. I fucking Bur- love burnt orange. I will yeah. die on this hill. I will fight anybody who mm-hmm. says anything else. Chris, you're saying burnt orange. Zach you're saying burnt orange. It's the best. No. Alright. Fuck okay. not burnt orange. Like All my homies say it, not
2: burnt orange. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't even like the color orange. oh.
0: Damn. Uh oh. Oh no. Sean leaves the band.
1: Yeah, I can't uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. <it> I Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna beat you. Hi, oh right, welcome back Sean.
5: Welcome back.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, Chris, what about you?
2: Green, green everything.
5: Green which everything.
2: is weird because none of my gear is
5: green. Not, none of
2: that is, you know, but I like green.
5: Okay, green's a good color,
2: definitely. And, you know, I saw, I saw the Pulse's interview and uh, Matt, yeah. Matt's is sick. Yes, I wish I, yes. I wish I could have that as a bass that the rest mm-hmm.
5: of pulses is wrong.
0: Yeah, they bullied that
2: yeah, guitar. Exactly. I'm like, it's
0: not a bad guitar. Like I don't yeah, have I a problem like, with
5: it's, it. I kinda nah. like the color. Like pointy can...
1: guitars, great. Green pointy guitars, even better. <laughs> exactly. I have a really pointy guitar. Oh my god. <laughs> really pointy guitar. <laughs> a really pointy guitar. Um while I think about my answer for color, I'm gonna get my pointy
0: guitar. Yes, I was gonna wrap. just I okay. was just gonna ask would, you if we yeah. could see that pointy guitar.
5: We should make uh, this a thing for interviews where it's like, everybody has to... Show like, us your pointiest guitar. Point exactly, guitar. I don't think we should do that. Oh, that's a solid pointy guitar. That is a very good pointy guitar. It's very I dark
1: actually ring. got this guitar way back when because it's the exact guitar that Jake Pitts from Black Phil played. Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah. never I tell don't anybody that again.
1: Like
5: that. Don't <laughs> no, Jake that. Pitts
1: is a great guitarist <laughs> and I will die on this hill. I don't care Can't what his band is like, know. but like...
0: That is there black veil bride slander. I don't appreciate. Oh, that. oh, solid. oh! So good, so yeah, good.
5: It's a nice green. It's it. a solid, uh, solid color. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, you know what? Um, grayscale colors, and specifically <laughs> because like my um my first like exposure to like art in, like, a format that I really thought was beautiful, but also, like, cartoony at the same time, was the Bone books, and they were all in black and white, the ones that I had, and I'm just like, wait, what, you can do all this with no color? (laughs) This is so beautiful, it's so detailed, what? So grayscale colors.
5: Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Uh You said grayscale, I thought you were going to say, like, any colors that grayscale the band has used, and I was like, Okay, yeah, but grayscale—the actual grayscale—is cool.
1: Yeah, like white, gray, black—like mm-hmm. that's just what I like. Okay.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's nice.
1: Um, so that's how about you guys? Things.
5: Oh, uh, I like yellow. I really like yellow. A lot of people are like, "Oh, yellow's too bright and in your face." I'm like, "Well, that's what's for." I don't know. Vibe with it.
0: Am I allowed to say black? Vibe with it. Yeah, it's a shame.
2: It. Yeah, yes, but... because
0: almost every shirt I own is black. Okay, awesome. I'm wearing all black right now, so I'll, I'll, I'll stay black. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is all the questions we have for you guys. Is there anything you would like to plug?
1: Oh. Um, I mean, we have our new record. Go listen to that. Um, we did a playthrough of... Chris and I playing guitar and bass on Reflections. We're actually going to be doing a few more of those here in the coming weeks. Oh, um, I think we might even be doing a drum playthrough, which is cool because you never mm-hmm. see Elliot's face on our social media, like ever. Mm-hmm.
3: It's because Elliot doesn't talk to people.
1: <laughs> no, nah, Elliot is just like school, 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 workout
0: okay. I get that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
1: I get that. Um, uh Uh, Stream the new Pulses album too. Also,
4: stream stream the new um, Pulses
1: album. uh, Stream with sales ahead because they're going to be putting out something new at some point and they're absolutely incredible.
4: Mm -hmm. Um, Matt is
1: putting out another remix album uh, under Bad Luck Beats, which is going to be like remixes of the Creatures Posting Guys songs. Um,. Oh, uh, we have some friends, and I'm actually working on this right now. Like, I've had a little bit of hearing damage, but I'm mixing for some of our friends who we went on tour with. Um, Sunshine Hysteria, I'm in the mastering process of that now. Sunshine Um, uh,
3: Sunshine Hysteria is fantastic.
1: That album is going to be absolutely fantastic. I've loved, like, in the process of working on our record, like, going and taking a break and just listening to that stuff. It's so good. Awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Anything else? Uh, Watch Castlevania
3: on Netflix.
5: Okay. Okay.
3: okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I
4: think
2: you capped it there, Sean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So awesome. thank you for sitting down with us. Uh, this has been Calling Down Fire and We're the Good Noise Podcast.